0: Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices. Online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling, proudly brought to you by Garrard's Horse and Hound. As we know, the barrier draws have been conducted for the big night of racing coming through at Melton this Saturday night, Leap to Fame. The star Queenslander chasing his third derby success this season, already successful in both the New South Wales and Queensland derbies. He fared well coming up with gate five. Meanwhile, the horse that beat him in the heat last week at Melton Captain Ravishing, he's drawn the second row. So he's drawn gate number 10. As far as the Group 1 Grand Circuit race is concerned, the Victoria Cup, the big winner without doubt, expensive ego coming up with gate two. And as a result, Tab Market Framers have installed in as the favourite for Saturday night's feature. We'll talk more about that a little bit later. Let's focus on this Big Ten race program that we've got coming through today from Albion Park. And one of the key players for mine is going to be Nerissa McMullen. She's got some key runners engaged today. In particular, this former Kiwi Trotter who lines up in race four in Monaro Mako. But I want to get an update on the stable start. The Group 1 winner back during the TAB Constellations, Narissa was able to claim her first Group 1 winner with Global Flight. He led all the way in the Group 1 DJA. Narissa's kind enough to join us online this morning. Narissa, appreciate the time. No worries,
1: Chris. Thanks
0: for having me on. Global Flight. Uh, He won the Group 1 DJA. You gave him a lead up. He came back in uh, September. He was unplaced and we haven't seen him since. What is the update?
1: Yeah, well, he works back really well from his little spell after, that, uh, after the features. And then he had that um, one start back and um, galloped twice in the run. And I knew something wasn't right. Um, and the next day he pulled up quite lame, um, had an infection in his foot. we um, had to cut that out and seemed to be on top of it now. So he's just started back jogging now.
0: Okay. Does that explain why he wasn't amongst nominations for the Inter-Dominion Series in Melbourne later this year?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, It was just going to be a bit of a rush to sort of have him right. And um, I just sort of rather make sure he's spot on before we go into any feature races like that. Well,
0: just seeing how many Queensland trotters were non for the Inter Dominion series, and you were the notable below mission, I thought there's got to be a reason why you either didn't think, you know, you wanted to travel away, or there was a setback. But uh, when you consider that many of those trotters that are nominated for the Queensland, you beat most of them during these features in the winter, I, I just thought there had to be a reason. So, what are you looking at? Is there a target in mind for him uh, down the track? Uh, there's no real set target
1: at this stage. Uh... Just sort of get him back racing and if he's ready in time for you know, those feature races here, then we'll go around in them. But, um, you know, if not, we'll
0: just sort of um, wait and see how he comes back. OK, I'll ask this question. Have we seen the best of global flight yet?
1: Um, I don't think so. He, um, his work was really, really good um, leading up to that last start he had. I think he had improved
0: a lot um, on his runs in those feature races. So it's just a shame that things went amiss with him. Okay. Well, we look forward to seeing him in time to come global flight, the Group 1 winner. Let's focus on today. You've got a number of drives, you've got a couple of key runners of your own. We'll start with the race 2 with number 2, Yondari Delight. Draws nicely here. Favourite is drawn in gate 1, so you've got good options here
1: best draw she's had in really her whole career I'd say she's a nice
0: little filly usually does everything right, which is a big help and hopefully today's the day and she can get a win okay Queenslander as I said is going to start the favourite here, his two runs have been good and a couple of key runners coming out of a really nice trial Lucky Jim and Girl from Rosedale who your sister's going to be driving, Danielle it looked really speedy in that trial didn't it
1: yeah, it did. Um, yeah
0: it's probably the only one to beat, I'd right? say. Okay. Well that's race two. Race three, this is one of our cubread trotting features for the two year olds last week. You drove the Philly Kenaturios, you was second behind the stablemate, razzle me dazzle me. Most are looking at razzle me dazzle me, and we will see how we go. Are you any chance of beating them or do they need to make some sort of error to have a, a chance of winning this race?
1: And, um, good, so
0: right again and, um, I'm sure be These two-year-old trotters, it, it, it's strong, the depth and in the talent that we have here in Queensland. We've seen it with Susan is her name, she's now in Victoria, winning down there, so they can really get up and scoot, these young trotters. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: terrific how well the young trotters are going up here. And, just the trotters
0: in general are getting stronger and stronger. Is there a possibility that you could have a young trotter next year aiming at some of these features? Uh, I don't think so. I
1: think
0: I'll stick to the older trotters for now. Okay. Well, speaking of the trotters, race four is probably the key runner all day here. Monaro Mako. He's first up from New Zealand, one win from 24 starts. Uh, his record overall, you know, nothing to be you know, shouting from the rooftop, but he's got ability, though, doesn't he? He does have ability, um, but he's had a lot go
1: wrong in his short career, and um, hopefully we're on the right track with him now, and, um,
0: yeah, hopefully he runs a good race today first time. Okay, just give me some background. Did you buy this horse uh, a fair while ago and then... You know, with a view of keeping him in New Zealand to sort of win a, a race or two and then bring him across, but things sort of went awry?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's been nearly eight months since he last raced. Um, and, yeah, we owned him uh, for that start in New Zealand. and He just kept getting sick over there. Um, there was a stage there where, you know, things really weren't looking good for him. Uh, didn't know if he was going to recover so it's just good to have him back healthy and um, took a little bit of a risk on him, I guess, bringing him over
0: and, um, yeah, hopefully things pay off for him. Did you end up finding out what was making him sick?
1: <laughs> so Matt's just sort of said um, some sort of toxin um, in his body and couldn't really pinpoint what the issue was exactly. Um, it's really hard to find any antibiotics that would help him and um, it's just a long recovery.
0: Okay. He had a trial here last week. It was a really nice trial, a very quiet trial. Yeah, I
1: was really happy with that. Um, You know, hopefully he's sort of taken some improvement from that run and I
0: think he's going go well today. Okay. Is there any short-term targets coming up for him?
1: Uh, Not at this stage. Um, Just sort of taking things week by week with him. Uh, you know, I think
0: it's probably still going to be a better horse with a bit of time. So at this stage, just the winner race has be nice. Okay. Race six today. This horse is absolutely flying for Ronnie Sellers. Better's hope. Five starts, three wins, two seconds. He was beaten last week. What did you make of that run?
1: Um, I'd say it's probably better driven with the skits.
0: Okay, so this sets up nicely and drawn behind a good beginner too a Little Lionel. James, back to a mile, is that more suitable as well? Yeah,
1: I think so. I think mile and yeah, with the fit, um, yeah, I think that perfect, great for
0: him. How much deeper can he go uh, as far as his grade up here is concerned? Can he still win quite a few? Can he get to Saturday night level? Go right through the grave. Okay, well, he looks hard to beat there in race six. Race seven today for Mark Reese, Woodley Diego. This barrier draw, this is crucial for him today and it gives him a chance. Yeah,
1: he's probably been a touch disappointing last few starts, but he's saying that um, few times there he's had to do a bit of work, so he comes up with a good draw. Uh, I think he can go well uh, with a nice hit.
0: Is Targaryen easily the horse to beat here?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Do you think they'll run time?
1: Yeah, it looks
0: like a race where there'll be plenty of speed on, so that should suit us. Okay. Uh, Race 8 today, Red Bank Molly. Third run back today. Last start, second. A win's not too far away. Is today the day? She was really good last start, so
1: I think she and um,
0: she won't be far away today. What do you make of the draw? Is it a little tricky?
1: It is a little bit tricky. i am um, going to speed to the inside, and she's not sort of brilliant off the gate, so probably got to just try and get in there somewhere early.
0: Not, yeah, let her finish off. All right, so if she gets the right trip, she's <laughs> capable of scoring there?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Race 9, one of your own runners again here. Leticia, first up. What can we expect today? Um,
1: he had a quiet trial there um, two weeks ago. And I think he's taken a lot of improvement from that trial. His work has been really good, but um, he's just going to have to go back from the draw today. And I think he can finish off OK as long as he's not too far back.
0: OK. That first campaign, really encouraging. Is there a difference in him now compared to that first little prep? I think he's getting back towards his best now. Uh, hopefully we're
1: still, uh, back on the right track with him. He had a lot of racing with um, the last campaign and probably just got a small pace off towards the end to get there. But he's had a good spell now. And I think he's getting back towards his best.
0: Okay, so whatever he does today, he'll just keep improving.
1: I'd say so,
0: yeah. All right. Your last drive today is jumping Jack Jimmy. Backing up from Saturday night, he was really good on Saturday night. Yeah, it was super
1: Saturday night. I popped
0: a lot of pressure and just kept going. Today, you're drawn gate two. You've got Moretti to your inside. Can you lead here or do you think Moretti has the speed to hold? Oh, it's a little
1: bit. Tricky being um, drawn directly next to Freddie. I think if I was drawn wider, I would be able to cross it. Um, But just being side by side is going to make it a little bit difficult. Um, I'll have a little crack early and see how we go. But he is sort of racing a lot more genuinely lately, so he probably doesn't have to leave. He is is racing okay with the the sit as well, so,
0: Twenty-one hundred and thirty-eight meters today. It was a mile on Saturday night. Is he capable? Has he got the all-round game to run the twenty-one hundred?
1: Yeah, he's not over twenty-one before. I don't really think it worries him. Uh, yeah, just needs the right trip.
0: Okay. What's the picking your drives today? Um,
1: probably manara and Mako.
0: Okay, race four, number four, Monaro Mako. One final one that I just want to get an update on from your stable again. The very classy, Slip the Hundy. What's his progress?
1: He's back fast-looking now. Um, coming along really nice. Probably a few weeks off the trial and, yeah, really
0: happy with where he's up. Do you have any targets with the upcoming Summer Carnival in mind with him?
1: just sort of probably try and face his runs a little bit. Um, yeah, he just sort of, we probably raced him a little bit too much last time in, so just going to look after him this time, and hopefully
0: we can keep him at his best. All right. Really appreciate the time today. You've got a strong hand to play at this meeting today. Best of luck. Thanks, Chris. There's Narissa McMullen, one of the best here in Queensland, and uh, she's got an outstanding book of drives today and some key runners. So hopefully uh, she has a big day here at the office. This man is expecting to have a big day at the office. The stable's in good form. He had a winner on, uh, when was that? Uh, Sunday at Marburg, luxury lad. He was able to score. He's got some runners in these uh, Red Trotting final features today, in particular this first race. So he's on track already. Graham Dwyer, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Can the good times
2: continue to roll today? I think so. Um, you know, like, obviously, Pete's horse is the best one in it, but um, I think today we, you know, we can take the gloves off a little bit and, and uh, you know, put a bit of pressure on and make some decisions get made early where it sort of hasn't been that way, uh, as long as we're in the right position to do it as well, I suppose. But, you know, if we don't do nothing, you know, we're no hope. But... Uh, you know what, I think uh, Pete Torse may do something wrong if a different question was asked of it. And the only way to find that out is to uh, get out and have a go.
0: Okay. Well, she does boast a victory over, you know, I'll be late. So she's more than
2: capable. Yeah, well, um, well she probably is. But, you know, we, first, all, we've got to make sure we get away, you know. And I think that's the main thing. Last time, she was in between two runners and got a bit racy. Um You know, but so we're going to have to go with her, which is sort of what I was saying before, you know, we'll go with her and then let the speed let her drop in after that. But, um, you know, I'm happy with her. Uh, You know, you need the right sort of a to sort of feature in this, I think. And, um, you know, but she's here and she's well, so we'll see how we go. All
0: right. So overall, how do you rate this Philly, Graham? She's won six from 18, so that's a one in three strike rate. Earnings approaching $50,000 now. And on a few of those occasions where she's missed out, she, she's beat herself by making the breaks. How, how much further can she go this filly?
2: Well, Chris, she has one chance. She does get a knee a little bit. Um, if she didn't get a knee, she probably wouldn't even be here, to be fair. Uh, but, you know, that's the one thing. If she didn't do that, she's a very classy filly. She's got plenty of bottom. She just tries her, tries her heart out and, uh, you know... Yeah, it's just a shame that one little thing that sort of holds her back a little bit. But, you know, when they try and, and push themselves short all the time, she, uh, you know, they'll always improve, and I think she'll be one of those. OK.
0: Uh, your other runner here is confiscated. We know this guy from last season. He's recently joined your stables. The two runs so far, how have you graded them?
2: Oh, I think, yeah, it's a bit of a surprise, actually. I um, I didn't know what to expect when I first got in, but uh, they... Assured me the owners and that and the previous trainer said, No, this horse goes alright. So and then a few of his runs showed that and he's run good halves. You know, first start he done something wrong and then the second start he was chasing Keats, good fella, up front there last week. And I thought his run was well of merit and he ran a good half just to be where he was. So, you know, um, I think he's got more high speed than Paris K. So whether he can sort of do something a bit more early than what she can. Um, you know, but we we've got to just both of them just got to have a red-hot go, and, you know, if they step away, utilize that and uh, and be asking questions that hopefully come our way. Okay. Is he still work in progress, though, Gray? Oh, definitely. He's very leggy, Chris. He's got, you know, he's, he's just all leg. You know, you can see he's 12 months away, and uh, and the fact that the horse is running good halves now, and you only have to look at him to say, oh, you know, when he fills out... and and works it out, he's definitely going to be a lot better horse. And uh, and you get, I can see that already, um, as happy as I am with him. But you can just see the forward progress in him, just in his body. Okay. He was obviously sent back for these features last
0: week, the springboard. Today's the QBred final. So does he stay in town after today, or does he go back to South Australia?
2: No, I think he stays, which will be great. Um, yeah, I think we can place these sort of horses better in Queensland, you know, Trotters is a good place to have a Trotter, you know, Queensland's a good place to have a Trotter, and um, you know, and I think he will definitely uh, match up well with what we've got here.
0: All right. Well, best of luck there with those two runners in that feature today. Race five, speaking of Trotters, Regondo backs up after scoring on Friday. Uh, can he go back to back?
2: Strong race, Chris. Um, I find once you meet stronger company, he does struggle a touch, but... Um, you know, he just needs to be the right spot to sort of utilise, you know, his ability, at, let's say. And, uh, you know, whether it's today, on, I couldn't tell you. But, you know what? He's straining behind them. He won't be doing any work early. So, you know, who's he, to say he can't? He, you just never know. Okay. It was a mobile on Friday,
0: so he's back behind the tapes today. Any issue there?
2: Oh, there's always an issue with him. You know, like, you, you can never. Trust him fully, um, you think once you do get a bit of trust, he lets you down. But I think overall, from where he was, say twelve months ago, six months ago, he's, he's in a lot better spot and probably a lot more consistent. So um, I, I'm more confident where he's where he is right now. But I, I could also be happier. if He's a bit more genuine um, in the way you're driving, and obviously stepping in the way as well. Yeah,
0: okay.
2: So. Well, that's race five, number four,
0: Regondo. We go across to race seven, high voltage. A uh, last starter runner-up, he loves the mile. He's nicely drawn. He's got his favorite, Oh, well, he's got the favorite drawn to his outside. So can he test Targaryen here?
2: Yeah, like I'm not one to sort of hand it over to anybody and um, and if they want it, they can come and get it. And I, I, the way I see it, he doesn't corner that well, that horse and, uh, you know, and it's over a mile. so. You know, you got to take that into account as well. The horse, which don't worry, I do like the horse. I think his runs have been terrific, but I can see a couple of flaws there. That whether we can utilise on them or not, I don't know. But we just got to have a go, and, uh, and hopefully we can. Tell me this: with high voltage, has it been a real
0: challenge for you trying to just to get him to just to settle and, and control his nerves a little bit?
2: Well, you got. Yeah, so this is the problem, because we get them when they're at the end of the tether, let's say, and. And what you've seen to start off with is what we got, and you know, and there's the sort of horse that I've always had. So uh, when I say a challenge, you know, like I think we just work with him, and you know, and uh, trying to address each problem as, a, as you as see it, and, and I think the horse is starting to come around. He's, he's a lot better bodied now. He's a lot stronger. He's definitely a lot uh, mentally better as well. So I think we're on the right track. But um, how far he'll go, I couldn't tell. You. But I actually think it's a city given. Is because he's got such good high speed. Where at the moment we're just sort of using, using his speed out in front because you can't line he's managed to back off with you. So I think long term, once they back off, you can just use your high speed when you want it. I, uh, I think it's a better horse. Okay. Full
0: good chances today. Which one are you most keen on?
2: Oh, you know, I, I actually think uh, Confiscated, I think if he uses his high speed, ask the right question at the right time to the favourite, whether the favourite can handle that question or not. Um, We've just got to create pressure. And if it works out that way, if he rolls to the top or whatever, well, the way I see it, he runs home in 57 or something, it's still hard to catch, you know. But um, I'm not saying it's going to happen like that, but we've got to have the right attitude that we can uh, maintain a bit of pressure at the right time. Um, Whether it's today, I couldn't tell you, but I'm hoping so. Okay. I've got to ask you, just with the trotters, and you've got several
0: trotters, old trotters, young trotters. Are you surprised with the the improvement that Queensland is showing with the young trotters uh, over the past 18 months or so now? In particular this season, it's been very obvious that we've come a long way.
2: Oh, a long way. It's, it's so good to see. And I think, uh, you know, I think the breed has got to be commended more than the trainers at the end of the day because you're just getting a better product to do something with. Them. Um, and, Um the way those trotters stepped up each week, and you even go to the ones that are probably the slowest to start with, they've all stepped up into uh, a nice calibre of horse. And, uh, you know, so I think everyone in general, you know, the way they they had the educations for them and, you know, and having those sort of races each week, I think it's just given them a better platform to sort of step up to what they have to be, you know? And I think Queensland in general should be proud of that because um, most of those trotters can go anywhere in Australia and, uh, which some of them have already and compete very well.
0: Yeah, it's a valid point that you're right. Speaking of young trotters from your stable, Nellie Joy has she gone to Victoria?
2: Uh, she hasn't yet, Chris. She, she she got a virus and uh, and she's still sort of not completely over it. So she's on the back burner there, but she will go to Victoria when she's healthy, and uh, yeah, and then hopefully next year she can have a better a better year again
0: okay well she does look very promising she's gone fast time already this season just one quick one before i let you go uh, i've been off for the last two weeks but in my right
2: in saying one of the stable stalwarts, the harvey bay has been retired yes Chris he just uh well one he just lacked speed and he had a few issues that you know were always going against him as well and um and the owner uh graham kerr he was uh he's promised it to his daughter and um yeah no i'm because as much as I love racing them, I just love to say, give him a good home as well, and there's a great opportunity for a good home, and the horse has nothing to prove to anybody. So, yeah, so we're going to just retire him. He's heading off to Melbourne next week. Okay. Speaking of uh, finding homes
0: for your uh, your old horses, your, your old racehorses, win's best. How's he going?
2: He's still a champ, Chris. He's uh, um, Rihanna, who works for us. Um, yeah, she just praises him like I used to, so... Um, it wouldn't surprise me the horse like that he just uh, he'll put his hand to anything and do anything so um, he's doing really well uh, and it's so good to see just something small he's jumping over a a couple of rails a foot high Uh, but to to Rihanna and just to me seeing that horse have another life is uh, just terrific and he just looks amazing awesome great to hear
0: Uh, Um, Graham, really appreciate the time best of luck today
2: thanks Chris thanks for your time
0: there's Graham Dwyer. He's one of our leading trainers here in Queensland. He's got those four runners today, including two in that Bread Triad Cubed uh, at Trotting Final, which is race number one. That's not all that far away. Paris K two ninety and confiscated. It we just gave a good push to ten dollars. So there's some value there. It's only a field of four in that first race. So hopefully Graham uh, can be in the winners' circle here today. Racetrack Ralphie, he's back in action today. He's had a little bit of a freshen up. He joins us online now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. We've got a big 10 event program today. What takes your fancy? Look, I think we'll wait till later in
3: the day. We're going to look at race eight, number one, uh, She Reacts. Now, this man's drawn the ace in today's race, and that's a major factor in the key to her chances here. She just wasn't suited last week from her awkward draw, yeah, you have to take in the fact too that she's a three-time winner at Albion Park and two of those trips were over today's uh, journey of 1,660 metres. Now, the horse has got early speed and I think Kelly Dawson can make the most of that and uh, she should take uh, uh, a ton of catching in this line up here today. It is the first leg of the quaddie, so, uh, sorry, the last leg of the Quaddy, so I'm suggesting you might
0: stand her out. Okay, we'll take a tip there. Race eight, number one, she reacts to make uh, full use of this perfect draw today. Race eight, number one, last leg of the quaddie, as you outlined. I've got to ask, Leap the Fame, you were tuned in on Saturday night. Can he bounce back and claim the uh, the Vic Derby in the the, the final on Saturday? Look, well, now that the
3: draw's out, I'm. You have to take into effect. You know, everyone was on uh, Captain Ravishing and and talking about Leap to Fame, but Leap to Fame didn't arrive there until Thursday morning after a disruptive sort of like 24 hours. I think it's going to take the... Um, you'll see the best of him on Saturday night,
0: and I think he'll take it out. OK, well, fingers crossed there. Hey, Ralphie, really appreciate the time this morning. We'll see you track trackside. OK, thanks, Chris.